Hey, Dan. Hey, Heather. Hey, Tim. Do you guys want to hear a joke? Hey. Always. Sure thing. I asked the computer if it had any plans for the weekend, and uh, it just replied, oh, I'm just looking to have a bite. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's... That's 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 a low point to start the year off. I think we we've started low, but that's fine. Uh, only uphill from here. Let's go. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk drunk, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And here with us today, hype girl for the accounting apps and world and just all around fantastic person. It is Heather Smith. Heather, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me back on for your first episode of the year. Yep, yeah, yep. it's good to have you here. Well, you're, you're the hype girl for the industry, Heather, so we need you to uh, hype us up for the year to get us started off <laughs> on, on a good point. You know, we started low in the jokes, but high in the guests, so... <laughs> Um, we'll see how we go for the rest of this year. Uh, Tim, what is the Tim and Dan Low? <laughs> Tim, how have you been? It's been uh, over a month since I've been on the podcast. I know. Are you aware of that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been ages. I haven't recorded since before I went to New Zealand, mm. which I think was the 9th of December. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been over a month since I've recorded. I'm, I'm a little rusty. I can feel I it. Feel My like mouth feels a little heavy. I feel like we don't talk anymore. <laughs> I basically, like, what have you been doing? <laughs> for those listening at home, Tim and I don't speak otherwise. Yeah. We, we, we save it for the pod, so. Yeah. Otherwise, the content's not fresh. <laughs> yeah, so. we, need, we need it to be fresh. Um, yeah, so what, what if, you know, how's your holidays? It was great. Yeah? It was really good. Mm. Yeah. Um, look, just relaxing time. Mm. I, uh, I've been doing a garage reno, yeah. actually. And why is that? Why? Oh, what that's you, right. What are you putting uh, in that garage? I'm going to put uh, a swing room in my garage. This is not <laughs> sus. No, nothing sus there. It's a golf thing. It's a golf thing. <laughs> <laughs> it still sounds sus. Yeah. It's a golf simulator. Yeah. Really, that's how I should introduce it. Not a swing room. Yeah. But, uh, but you swing in there, right? Mm-hmm. You hit golf. You swing your golf club. Yeah. So we're going to have like swing parties in there and stuff. That's so, right. Yeah, I'll cool. invite all my mates around. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, and yeah, um, the other cool thing that I'm going to invest in now, because I've got the Tesla Dan, mm. I've been using a very slow charger and I've yep. decided to upgrade it yep. whilst I'm ripping all the walls out. Yep. I can put in a, a, a bigger um, plug, a uh, bigger cord. Yep. And it will charge a lot more quickly. Yep. Now, uh, what happened to me last week though, mm-hmm. ordered it, it's like 800 bucks to order the Tesla wall charger thing. Yep. And it, and, uh, it was delivered, but to the wrong address <laughs> and it was delivered to the same house number as mine and vaguely similar street name in my suburb. What, what street? Uh, I feel like if I say the street that okay, <laughs> it's fair it's, enough. No, fair that's enough. right. Uh, Don't say the number or the suburb. <laughs> George Healy. Yeah, okay, and that you know, is very close. Yeah, on. that is close. And it's it's around the corner, which yeah. is confusing, but that's crazy. And so I got a message one morning, it's from this random number, and they're like, we have your wall charger, <laughs> come pick it up. <laughs> that's nice. They could that's have just like nice hocked that off. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing, Dan. Renovating my garage and that's good. picking up wall chargers from strangers. Nice. While their dog barked at me. Nice, that's good stuff. <laughs> What about you, Dan? How was your break to New Zealand? Are you feeling refreshed? Good, yes. I climbed some mountains. I, yeah. uh, metaphorically and Metaphorically literally. and literally. <laughs> uh, I, I went out there and uh, faced, 
faced the world and uh, got some nature. Uh, it was great. It would have been New awesome. Zealand, what a place. People should go. Have you ever heard of it? I actually, yeah, you should go. <laughs> I've heard of it once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Did you get to meet some New, Ze- New Zealand uh, people? Yep, yep. The locals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they hadn't heard of me. Uh, I went around wearing the Two Drunk Accountant <laughs> shirt just saying, hey, have you guys heard of me? Like, Dan's here. It's Tim and Dan Low. Yeah, like, I walk into Ferg, Ferg Burger and it's like, oh, yeah. it's the Tim and Dan Low. Yeah. And they're like, what do you want? <laughs> um, but uh, no, it was good. Uh, great time over Christmas. Got to see some family. Just got to relax a bit, which was Lovely. which was really nice to uh, to switch off after yeah. a very long year. That's the main thing, which was good. Mm. So feeling a lot more refreshed for this year. Good work, which is good. But I do want to before we ask Heather what she's been up to. Uh, mm. I, I do want to just address a few points from <laughs> the final episode of last yeah. year. I don't know if Heather knows, but we did a podcast without Dan. Yeah, and uh, and it was good. It was very, it was very fun. It had uh, Chloe and Joel yeah. from from our team. I'd say it was probably better than the normal podcast, to be honest. Yeah, well, I've got some, <laughs> I've got some pointers. Um, my my first pointer is uh, you're not great at the sound machine. Uh, you made many mistakes. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> With some audio too high or too <laughs> nah, low? No, just or? like pushing wrong buttons oh, and stuff. Like it's, it happens. You but make mistakes. Listen, shh. <laughs> the, the next point I want to bring up, uh, this is, uh, there was a lot spoken about me. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, so here we go. Uh, here's just some of the things that were said. Rebuttals. Uh, you said, well, I think Joel actually said that I have main character syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> there was some funny <laughs> stuff on there. I forget half of that. I mean, that's classic. It's not wrong, but <laughs> you don't need to bring it up. Uh, I was told that my feet are scary and that I should no longer take my shoes off around the <laughs> office. <laughs> We're airing grievances here. Yeah, and, uh, and to top it all off, I'm an emotional fortress that doesn't open up yeah. is also was discussed this there was on the podcast. Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> they're funny, but also true. It's comedy. That's why they're it's funny. comedy. Yeah. But like, you know, th- this, is, this is in the um, quiz. I was, I was getting to know Chloe and Joel uh, yeah. a bit more. Yeah. Oh, well, the listeners were mm. anyway. And um, the final two questions were, what's the worst thing about Dan and the best thing about Tim? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they ran with it. They had things. They did. They knew. I was surprised how quickly they came impromptu. up with some things. They, yeah. they were not warned These about that question. They've thought of, obviously. Oh um, my God. But then you also spoke about help debt and how... Um, Fee help is deductible and you could choose yeah. which one. I, I did know this, by the way, because um, people were saying on the podcast, no one had, you don't know anything about help debt. Mm. My dad made me read the entire help debt <laughs> agreement before I signed it. Um, so I, I was well aware of, of, of what happens in a help debt. Um, but that's because the help debt is for government supported places, which means right. the government actually pays part of that course. And, but the fee help, is just a loan to pay a full fee course. Right. So that's why you can get a tax deduction for the fee help one, but not for the help debt one. Some very helpful additional yes. information there. There you go. Are you saying debt, debt. or dad? Debt. So you keep looking at him and going, help dad, help dad. <laughs> help dad. dad, help dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could use some help dad. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Tim, yeah, Tim is help dad. That's, that's what they call him around his house. So. Yeah. Where's help dad? Um, <laughs> Anyway, just wanted to bring that up to say thanks for that. Uh, it was good. good. Good episode. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Heather, what have you been up to? How was your Christmas? I 
I went to, um, I, I, I arranged to go in an Airbnb down to the Gold Coast because I took my extended family there and we nice. had a lovely time and I will jump the gun. Oh, we had a lovely time. It was on Palm Beach and there was a massive dog beach and on one side it was calm and on the other side it was surfy. Um, and so we just spent all day um, exhausting Chester, which he loved. So nice. I always think if you make your dog happy, you make yourself happy. Yes. Um, <laughs> So true. And uh, I, I'm going to jump the gun and mm. give you a, a tight ass tip. Yes. Was that we booked the Airbnb and before we got there, we contacted them and said, could we come in a bit earlier? And they said, oh, you can come in a day earlier and you can stay for two days afterwards what? if you want for free. Oh, that's huge. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so nice. good. So it's just no one booked and they just gave you extra days. Yeah. That's yeah, massive. So that nice. That's great. Huge. Yeah. That's really some, great. Some Airbnbs run like properly like an Airbnb. They're yeah. not being run like hotels to make money. Yeah. yeah. So that's very nice. Yeah, that's, that's really so nice. Cool. That's great. That's Yeah, you should. Uh, so the tight ass tip there, contact the Airbnb to see you what other days they've got available. Yeah. Of course, that's going to make you leave a good like, review. Can you get in earlier? Like, yeah. you know, a few, a few hours can make a big difference, but day makes even bigger difference. Day's Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. That's so cool. Well, it sounds like you had a relaxing, fun New Year Christmas period, Heather. That sounds, that sounds yes, delightful. Yes, I was. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's move on to uh, the business update for today. I don't know why I pushed that, but the business update is uh, sponsored by Cats Accountants. After you just bagged out my yeah, sound control. <laughs> You've just made a mistake on the yeah, sound control. Let's not talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Today's business update sponsored by Cats Accountants. Thank you, Cats, for sponsoring you, your business yes. update. Um, it's a new year. This is the time that we always remind people it's a great time to refresh your business plan. Mm, That's your yes. business update today is go look at your business plan. Go look at those actions that you set. If you haven't viewed it in the last six months, then you've probably, you know, you're well behind in those actions or you're meant to have already had new ones. So mm. have a look, set your goals for 2024. Go back and listen to our episodes on business planning if you're mm. unsure, if you mm. don't have a business plan. Uh, because, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a good time to reflect and review of what you want this year to be. It is a good time. We even went off site with our team the other day, Dan, and did. did some uh, team planning as well. We sure so, did. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pretty generic thing in January. You set your goals forward and those mm. types of things. But it is good. It's good to do. Mm. Uh, even just an intention. It doesn't yep. have to be a specific goal. Correct. Um, but yeah, it's, it's worth checking in on those things. And some people are quieter in, in January too. Yeah. So they have the time. So use that time now and get a bit productive. Think about some things you wanted to achieve yep. six months ago, maybe. Or Great. 12 months ago. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right. Uh, Tim, do you have a tight ass tip? I do. I've got a smattering of tight ass tips for you. You thought, you thought of a few <laughs> over the Christmas break? <laughs> Heather, that was a great one. I've got to say that was mm. uh, fantastic. I've thought of a new type of tip, actually. Mm. So I'm going to introduce this. This is the oh. first time I've introduced this, this type This is exciting. Of tip. This is called a smart-ass tip. smart-ass <laughs> tip? Yeah, because it's, sm it's, it's smarter. It's just smarter. Is it, do you yeah. mean it's more specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely? Or no. do you just mean that it's... Well, we've got tight-ass tips. We've got time-ass tips. Yeah. This, this is, is just a smart-ass smarter. Tip. This just is just smarter. smarter. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, um, and there's just a fun play on words there. So... My first smart-ass tip is triathlon versus marathon. Yep. So I, you know, every year everyone thinks about their personal challenge they want to do this year. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about doing a marathon um, and attempting that 
for the first time. Uh, yeah. Yep. But uh, I'm actually thinking it could be smarter to do a triathlon. Okay. Because there's less likelihood of injury mm. um, and there's more variety in the training. So I can swim, I can bike and I can run, which means you're actually going to get fitter in some ways. Here's why I like this. Mm. One, uh, and this is a three-part answer to your question. Uh, well, well, yeah, part one. Um, <laughs> I like variety. I like doing all those things. Variety's Swimming, great. great. Bike riding, great. Running, great. Yeah. Part two. Yeah, part two. Uh, you don't want... Um, what I found when I was training for the half marathon, mm. did a half marathon at the end of last year. <laughs> uh, well, when I was training for that, uh, any further, I just would have injured myself. Like any yes. any more training, like to do that long of a distance yeah. that many times, I just know my feet would have given out, my knee would have busted, my hip would have gone, whatever it is, it's something of, would have been injured. Yeah, it's putting your body through hell, really. So if, if you're going to still test yourself, but not mm. put all the strain on one part of your body, mm. Mm. then I re- that's why I'm also going to try and do a sprint triathlon or, mm. or maybe the Olympic size triathlon this year. Uh, third part too. Uh, third part. Um, I just like smart ass <laughs> tips. Um, I think that's a good name. Uh, and I'm just generally supportive of this idea. I just think, you know, and Heather, can, you could be the judge of this, Heather. Um, when someone says to you, I'm going to go do a triathlon, you're thinking, wow, that's, that's hectic. That's, that's a massive physical feat. Whereas really, actually... It's only the Olympic standard triathlon is 1.5 Ks of swimming, which is a lot. Yep. That's, that's a long way. Let's be honest. Yep. 40 K bike ride, which you can do. You can roll through that as long you as you're do. not like riding through the Alps and then a 10 K run. So I mean, that, it feels more doable to it me de- from the outside. Feels doable. A 10 K run is doable. A 40 K bike ride is doable. Compared to a marathon. What do yeah. you think Heather? Like if you, if someone says triathlon or marathon, what do you, in your head is harder or more impressive really? Uh, I think as a mum, <laughs> my husband said to me that when he had a one-year-old, we had a one-year-old baby, I might have said a few things to him. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yes, but, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yep. Jade, Jade hasn't given us the full tick of approval yet for this. But, uh, but you can run with the stroller, I guess. Yeah, well, and you're right. You can swim. Can uh, no, I do need to buy a stroller that I can run with. You're right. <laughs> and I love that goal. That sounds like a good goal. What? I'll be on, on Jay's team. Get one of those uh, bikes with the little kid bit on the back. Yeah, well, I do want to get that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And imagine riding without him. It'll be that 12 kilos. It's like weight, weight tra- like resistance yeah. training. Oh, extra training. Mm. Fantastic. Love it. Oh, we've got it solved. Thanks, guys. There you go. So that's a really good smart-ass tip there. Smart-ass tip. I like it. Mm. If you want to impress your friends more, do a triathlon. That's exactly right. There's the tip. (laughs) It's it's easier. It's variety training. Yeah. You're not going to get injured. Mm. You might get eaten by a shark. There's the one downside. That's the one downside. You may drown. You may drown. But it's equally maybe more impressive than the marathon. I think fighting off a shark is more impressive than a marathon. So I'm all in. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do a triathlon. Let's do it. All right. Let's move on to our main topic today. How many people have died on triathlons by sharks though, have they? Mm. Uh, well, Tim could be the first one. I should probably research that. <laughs> I, should, I, should, I should look into that. Statistically, I think the cars are more likely to get you than the sharks. You're right. 100%. Yeah. yeah the, you're driving to the triathlon, you're probably more at risk. <laughs> but which out of a marathon and a triathlon is more likely to be eaten by a shark? 
<laughs> yeah, well, a triathlon. Yeah. So, so, so a triathlon. Yeah, yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah. Actually, it's the it's the bike ride we should all be scared of. Yeah. Because if you're riding on a road, you're taking your your life into your own hands. There, mm. really. Anyway, on that somber note, um, <laughs> let's let's move on to the main topic, which which is our chat with you today, Heather. Which is just a good reminder for the year. Uh, you know, let's let's talk in statistics. How many people have fallen uh, to a scam or a phishing mm. uh, or, or something? And you've written an article recently that uh, is about ways that uh, you use to try and stop yourself falling uh, for these things. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Tools and strategies, and I think in terms of phishing and scams, everyone has come across it, mm. whether they've gone through and done something. It's always about stopping and not clicking that link and not going through with it. Yes. Um, but I think everyone's got a story to tell to some extent, don't you? Yeah, I've definitely got, I've got one. Go for it. I want to hear <laughs> how much of uh, our data have you... Have you uh, uh, that's not a work one, thankfully. Yeah, okay, thankfully. I was selling a bike on Gumtree and then uh, I got messaged on WhatsApp and it was a link so that... Um, <laughs> they could uh, they could arrange shipping of my bike to Tasmania, mm. <laughs> so they needed my credit card details to, <laughs> to to do that. And it was actually quite convincing. I could see it getting people. I could see straight through it straight away. Well, I was I was recently but, watching the movie um, The Beekeeper, the yeah. new one with Jason Stratham action movie. Okay, it's pretty good. Uh, but that movie starts. Spoiler alert, everyone listening. If you don't want spoilers for The Beekeeper, uh, stop listening right now. Um, but it starts with someone falling victim to a scandal, uh, a, a scam, uh, and um, losing a lot of money. Right. Yes. Oh, and then they go and seek revenge. Well, I won't spoil it completely, but then some bad things happen and then someone else gets revenge on their behalf. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, it happens. I mean, and that was just me. That's me trying to sell a bike. So, it's just really weird the instances that scamming can happen. Mm. Um, and I liked something you said in the article, Heather, that we're on the front line, particularly if you're an accountant or you're, you're storing data, then uh, you really need to be aware of these things. Yeah. As, as accountants, we're custodians for so much data and mm. um, the cyber criminals, the first place they want to get into is the ATO. Mm. Um, and then the second place they want to get to is us. Mm. Um, and because and we're sort of a softer, softer uh, link than, than perhaps the ATO. So it is mm. something that we need to be aware of and also make sure all of our employees and our staff are aware of and, and even out through the small businesses, then be aware of. And um, if your small business is out there listening, I would suggest talk to your accountants and ask, have we got enough security in place to ensure, for example, we're not paying bills incorrectly mm. um, to we shouldn't be because we, we hear about that all the time. Oh, 100%. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the amount of fake messages that go out saying, claiming to be the ATO or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a nightmare. And that, that actually makes it hard as well because there is so much of that out there that people mm. don't know, often don't know what the real thing is. Mm. Like they, they'll get a real mm. message from the ATO and they think... They won't trust them. They'll just be like, nope, that's fake. Mm. Um, or a call. Yeah. A call from the ATO and mm. they won't trust mm. them, which is fair enough. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So one of the things um, I encourage um, people to do, and, and, and I'm not an expert at this, but I kind of did the research for the article, is make sure that you have everything updating um, yeah. and make sure that you, you, you are monitoring that and updating it. So even from Google Chrome to your mobile devices to mm. the laptops that you're occasionally using, make sure that they're updating. And um, um, I turn them on before I actually go on holiday or away with them on a business trip and just make sure they go through all the sort of updates that they need to go on. That was a really great um, point because, yeah, they may automatically update as soon as you get into Wi-Fi and then who knows um, how secure that Wi-Fi network is. Yes, yes. And I will um, not use public Wi-Fi. Mm. Um, I will try and always use my phone Wi-Fi um, and uh, use my, my phone data for Wi-Fi to protect mm. myself because um, um, things can happen. Um, and also with that um, backup, so I have... I have visuals yes. <laughs> on my little backup device. Mm. So I do online backups, but I also do a sort of a manual backup just in case um, it's a double check because that backup of that data is really important. For um, sure. and, and I use uh, Seagate Backup Plus device, which is cheap as chips and only takes about 20 minutes. And I just do that once a month. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, I mean, that's something that I don't really think about too much is the backing up anymore because no. you assume it's in the cloud. But you, if, if and this was in the article too, Heather, if it's on your desktop, then you could lose that um, if you haven't backed mm. up. So um, I think you went, you went when you were researching for the article, you then went and set up Google Drive on your desktop or Google something Drive. like that. Yes, yeah. I did. I set up Google Drive on my desktop as well. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's, it's, it's checking all these, um, making sure this is happening, this is happening. And we all are wearing so many hats at the moment and things mm. are running so fast at the moment, but it's just like, okay, how am I updating this device? How is that updating? Yes. Because um, the updates ensure next level cyber attacks should um, be prevented from coming through. So that's why we're talking about updates mm. um, and, and keeping on top of that so people can't get through. Yeah, I think that's a, a great tip and uh, people often forget. And it can even just be like... <laughs> restart your computer regularly mm. <laughs> because we, I have a surface device. So if, if you shut it down, it's actually not shutting down. It's just going to sleep. Mm. You have to restart it for the updates to install. So little things mm. like that, um, mm. that if you don't never restart your computer for six months, you might have a lot of updates. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I really like this in two ways. Because one, you do think, as we've kind of discussed, like, yeah, the most recent updates will protect you from the most recent threats. But then also, uh, if you have automatic updates and it's just downloading off some random Wi-Fi, then that's possibly being dangerous as well. So yeah. it's twofold. About there it, are twofold way. things. So mm. I think that's a great tip, Heather. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, then the sort of the next thing that I might talk about is password management. Mm. So if you're in a small, you're a micro business, the solutions, the solution that I also, I, I actually talk about is one password. Yep. Um, there are other password management solutions. And what it means is your passwords are stored in that particular area. And so mm. you can have complex passwords with different sorts of characters in them that are difficult to find yeah. and it means that um, you can log into things a lot quicker you just have to kind of go through that one process um, of accessing that one solution that is doing the password management for you and I would um, I'm not an expert but I wouldn't be saving your passwords to Google Chrome I love Google but I wouldn't mm. be saving them there <laughs> Yeah. Always wanting to do it, but yeah. Yes, exactly. I've heard the same thing from our IT uh, 
uh, team mm. uh, that it's not secure. It's not secure if it's in Edge or Chrome or mm. Safari or wherever you might be saving them in the uh, web browser. Um, people can go and uh, hack you there pretty easily. So, uh, so if you have multi-factor authenticators for a lot of things, and that's great, but obviously not every um, login has a multi-factor authenticator. Like, for example... Uh, your online banking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't they have multi-factor authentication? I, don't, I, don't, I never got that. But yeah, I think a password manager is a must. You just gotta, you just gotta have it these yeah. days. And the password manager can actually do the um, two-factor authentication for you automatically as well. That's really cool. I very, very much like that. Yeah. I, and I want that. And there's whole systems and software is built around this. It's not just storing the passwords, but something like um, like Practice Protect, I know you mentioned uh, mm. as well. Um, that that can also mean that the end user, if you've got a team of people with all sorts of passwords, they don't actually ever know the password. Um, mm. Absolutely. Yeah, which, which yeah. And you can restrict access to things and, and, and decide who and when and where they can access it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Practice Protect is, is, is sort of built for accounting practices and mm. bookkeeping practices. And it's like going in and sitting in a security bubble and you, you can access everything. And then when you leave at the end of the day, security bubbles closed up and you can't access anything. Mm. Which is also nice for work-life balance because well, they can't true. access mm. anything. That's true. <laughs> yep. That's very true. Yeah. But, but I imagine there's lots of solutions similar to that that aren't just built for uh, or designed for accounting and, and bookkeeping mm. firms that, that do something similar um, as well, mm. which is, yeah, so you should go find those things out because, yeah, it's not just your passwords and, and how you access them, but it's also your team um, yeah, and because what they're it, doing. If they're using password for every password, mm. <laughs> yeah. then they're, they're going to make your security of your business uh, very weak. So yeah, and like I suppose another part of this could be education for your team and mm. and educating them on you know how to identify a phishing uh, yes. email or, or yes. whatever it happens to be a fake website yeah, or fake very, login. Very, very much education and not sharing passwords in the office and not putting them on post-it notes <laughs> around the edge of the computer. <laughs> Who would do that? Unbelievable! Anyone would do that. I definitely don't do it. Yeah, or or. <laughs> Or have a book that says passwords. <laughs> or a note, um, a Word document on their desktop. <laughs> yeah, or a Word document or, or a Word document saved in your cloud storage <laughs> that, that says, says passwords. Passwords all. Yeah. <laughs> and, and for comedian's sake, an image of the QR code for the original multi-factor authentic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, people wouldn't do that. No, no one's doing that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so w w what are some other things that maybe we should be aware of, Heather? So um, something that you, you may be aware of is um, talking about smart tracking devices. So if you actually, um, I'm the queen of losing things. And so using smart tracking devices, mm. it can actually help you find them. So an interesting, um, um, there's an interesting uh, thing happened the other day in that, um, the, these smart tracking devices, and again, I'm holding one up for you. It's a tiny, yep. tiny little block, and mm. Receipt Bank actually gave you that one. Yeah, cool. um, someone put them in his car. You can put them in your purse. You can attach them to your dog. Um, 
and your phone tells you where the actual item is. You put them on your key rings, mm. and the phone tells you where the actual item is. And this guy had his car stolen from a Toronto driveway, oh. and he was tracking it, and he could see where it was, and he kept telling the police where it was. It ended up in the Middle East. What? For sale for $80,000. And he kept telling the police, it's at the dock, it's on a dock, it's now got on a boat, and then all the way through the the police kept getting there, but just not fast enough. So eventually they found it in a car lot um, for sale for $80,000 stolen from Canada. That's, wow. That's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> but, but these devices, they're really good. So you put them in your luggage um, and, and, and you can just kind of go in. When, when you come off uh, the plane, you can turn it on and you can track, okay, where is my luggage? When's it coming out? And if it doesn't come out, you can also find it because yeah. you know where it is. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I do like that because um, sometimes you're just like standing by the carousel and you're like, oh, my bag, <laughs> your, 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 your bag's not come out. And I've had my bag lost. Yeah. And so mm. that every single time I'm around, it's just like flashbacks to when mm. my luggage just never showed up. Mm. Have you had your bags lost? No, never. Thank Heather? God. Have you had yours lost? You need to buy one of yeah. these. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I caught up with a guy and, and we both arrived in Florida and he um, his bags never arrived. Oh. And we had to go to a garage for him to completely replenish his wardrobe. Oh. So there was a garage which was um, the theme was a chipmunk and so he had to buy all these chipmunk clothes because <laughs> we were at this place for a week. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant so, uh, when life gives you lemons mate lemonade yeah, yeah that's true yeah well in, in in my case i flew into new york and it was uh the middle of winter and a blizzard and so when life gave me lemons <laughs> uh, i i froze for a few days you got a terrible flu yeah <laughs> i made a frozen margarita <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you should well, get some these tiles. Little devices are only like forty dollars, and you can pick them up at Office Works. Yeah, so. that's cool. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, I like. <laughs> I also like the idea of putting it on your dog's tag. Oh, yeah, that's a nice one. Mm. Yeah. Do you have to charge them? Um, it has a three-year battery. That oh. Once the three-year battery ends, that's it. It's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, is a bit odd, but that's the way it works. Um, and, and, and what happens is whenever it's close to other people's devices, it kind of everyone pings each other um, and then that's how you track it down. Um, oh, yeah, so it's cool. very interesting. That's cool. Um, and, 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 you know, we think about security, but losing a car or losing suitcase, that's a big deal. It's a big, yeah. big, big headache and we, we, we don't kind of want that. So yes. your, your Bluetooth trackers. Um, another thing is that your devices have the ability to find thing as well so mm. I, on my google devices i can say hey google i'm making sure my phone doesn't hear me <laughs> hey google ring heather's phone and it will just start ringing for me so i can actually go and find it because i am the queen of losing things mm, yes um and you can you can set up device tracking on your computer so make sure everything is tagged in and in your setting up device tracking yeah. and make sure your it person for your office has everything tracked that way yes. just so you can monitor where, where, where things are happening definitely that's huge, that one. That's come in very handy. I went into a furniture store one time and uh, I sat in a seat to test it out. My phone slid down in the crack of the seat. I had tried a lot of seats, okay, in that furniture store. <laughs> but thankfully I could play a noise um, through Find My iPhone. Yeah, and, I always uh, do that on my watch. <clears throat> yeah, mm. I, I had an Apple Watch at yeah. that time. Played the noise, found it. <laughs> nice. 
That's good. So That's stupid. good. Uh, and so what, what else, Heather? I know that there was one last bit there in, in your article. So I have um, what I found was a government cybersecurity assessment tool, which mm. um, I'm giving you and maybe you can share that with your um, um, listeners. Yep. Um, which it, it's a government tool and you can audit the resources for managing cybersecurity risks. So, so that's the way you can kind of go through, check everything out. It's quite easy to follow. Cool. Um, and I think it's just about uh, monitoring all of these things, making sure that they're all in place. It's not too onerous once you've got all mm. those processes in place. And things like um, having a password management solution, it's like having a second brain. You're outsourcing force yes. and, and, and capacity for that. It's just mm. one login, bam, and I can access everything and I don't have to worry about it. Right. Um, and the other conversation for, for us as people living out there is, is have this conversation with um, your, your elderly um, relatives. Mm. Um, so that they are protected as well and they know not to click on those links because definitely um, um, so many dreadful tales. I did hear on the radio the other day that I think it's called the Hey Mum scam or something like that. Um, but last year, uh, I believe it was seven, maybe it was seven million or seven billion. I can't remember. Definitely seven million at least. Um uh, dollars worth of damages from this or losses Oof. and it was basically just scammers sending a text um, which uh, was oddly specific to say women who are age 55 or over mm. and their children so it was like I've had a bad day I need some money or I've lost my phone mm. um, and I've lost my keys I'm locked out of my place can you transfer me some money mm. and it would even like go as far as copying their voice yeah, wow. And um, and sending them voice messages and things like this. So uh, oh. yeah, so that's that's a real thing. Like, yeah. And as podcasters, our voice is out there, so they can just <laughs> yeah. mimic. They can just grab our voice and recreate it. True. Um, and 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 then call our mum. So like I've said yes. to my mum, I'm never going to call you for money. Okay. Yeah. That's not going to happen. That's not something that's going to happen. Need never like believe a, that. Need like a safe word. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, which yes. sounds stupid, but you yeah. actually do. If you, I'm, yeah. If I'm asking for money, I'll say banana hammock. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly right. But now everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Choose a new one, Dan. Yeah. You understand the concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my password is... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a very strong password. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, no, but I think... Um, yeah, I, I think these are all great tips, Heather. I think it's a good reminder because there are so many scams out there. I, I remember uh, it was probably a couple of years ago now we had someone on the podcast talking about data breaches and things mm. and, and, and the amount of money at that time that people mm. were losing because of this thing, was like because of things like this uh, are insane. It's enormous. Enormous. And yep. it's only going to get worse with AI <laughs> potentially. Yeah, and, and not only yeah. that, but our... Our, as accountants, as you said, we're the custodians of, of, of people's information mm. and data. Um, our obligations, you know, both legally and just mm. morally as well, but but especially legally, if you think of the consequences of data breaches and, mm. and the penalties and the fines that you can, yeah. um, and, and you know, um, mm. get because because mm. you failed to to meet some standards, um, you need to be on top of it. Do. Yeah, and, 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 and to that point, you want cybersecurity baked into your insurance as mm. well. If yes, which we do. You'll be happy to know we do. Um, yep. And it's not that expensive, really. Like, you'd be crazy not to have it, mm. to be honest. Uh, mm. it, Especially it this is, day and age. It is your business if you're someone who deals in data like mm. we do. So, 
Um, if you're held for ransom for all of your information, then geez, you've got no business. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And, and, and there's a number of tech solutions out there that will also, you know, if we're talking about small businesses, that will, um, when you go to pay someone, that will have identified the uh, payment details have changed and things mm, like that. Yeah. That, yeah, the, uh, the bank. That's a good one. Yeah, yes, the banks don't have great two-factor authentication, um, but they do often get texts. I get texts or but notifications that. saying like, oh, this is that. a new person or this is a new thing or yes. approve this or approve that. Yes. That is good. 100%. Yeah. So I do mm. feel safe. But And I think the, the other thing they also do good is that the login's not an email. It's a customer ID. Yeah. So true, it's not true. like if someone steals your login to your email address, they can suddenly access your bank mm, account. True. They can't. True, true, true. That's true. Mm. You're right. Anyway, uh, mm. a, a, any other last, last pointers on this, Heather? No. I think you've got it there. I think um, if you've got queries, ask the cat's accountants or your other accountants. What other accountants? Yeah. Let's let's move on then. Let's go. Uh, to our other things. Any other recommendations that people may have? Uh, Tim, what have you got? Yes. Uh, I'm watching Boy Swallows Universe. Any good? Really good. Uh, have you read that book, Heather, Boy Swallows Universe? Uh, Trent Belton's a friend of mine. And, um And a school friend of mine designed the sets. So oh, wow. Very, 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 and, and, and the house, like, you can't see my house, but my house looks like kind of the houses in it. So it's, Really? It's very, yeah, it's very emotional watching it, isn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah. Eli Bell, like, he's the best character ever. God, he's going to feel yeah, for him. It's such a good show. There's, all the characters are good in it. It's brilliant. I haven't watched it yet, but I have read the book. Um, awesome book. Wow. I enjoyed the book. Yeah. Get to watch it. The book um, seems to have lots of symbolism in it. Yes, mm. definitely, mm. definitely. Yeah, it was such, su- such a good book. Uh, I'm reading Trent Dalton's other book. I forget what it's called now. But um, it's had two the since love then, book? Yeah. Not the love letter, the other one that's just come the out. The new one? Yeah. Something mirror? Something. I know, I'm so bad at this. Like, I get books, but I forget the title of them because I'm just reading them for like months. Um, it's so terrible. Uh, one of the things I did want to raise from Boy Swallows Universe is it at one. Lola in the mirror. It must be, but that that's the new one. What's the other yeah, one? Yeah, stories Lola in the mirror. All our simmering skies. Oh, is that one you're reading? Oh. That's not the newest. All one. our shimmering. <laughs> yeah, so he's got a few. He's got three more. Three yeah. since yeah. since then. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. You know, terrific. I can't yeah. believe that. And he's the sweetest, sweetest of guys. Like oh. everyone was shocked when his story came out. Yeah. yeah wow. Because um, Boy Spoilers Universe was largely like based on his child childhood, right? Mm. I mean, he mm. he had a very yeah. tough childhood, so. Yeah. Mm. yeah, absolutely. Well, one thing I learned in last night's episode, because I haven't finished the series yet, yep. but um, Eli, uh, spoilers here, if you're mm. going to read or watch the movie, just skip ahead 30 yep. seconds. Eli um, gets his way into jail to yep. visit his mom on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And he smuggles his way in uh, with the, the fruit delivery. Mm. The guy who delivers the fruit refers to himself as a fruiterer. A fruiterer? That is a real thing. It is in the Oxford Dictionary. It's a real word. Fruiterer. 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 That just means you're someone who uh, deals in fruit? retail fruit and vegetables. Yeah. Fruiterer. A fruiterer. You're right. I suppose that's like a grocer. I'm a fruiterer. 
A grocer Yeah, a grocer <laughs> <laughs> how, how good is the English language that it's just two ERs in a row? Uh, a row. I had to look it up, but it's real. It's a it's an actual thing. So that's cool. That's, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> good recommendation, Tim. Boy Swallows University TV series. Check it out. Yes, uh, Heather. Listening, watching, reading. So my recommendation is Mr. Bates versus the Post Office, which you can see on ITV Plus, but it will come out to normal TVs soon, mm. which is a story about um, an accounting, retail accounting solution implemented into the Royal Mail Post Office right. 20 years ago. And um, the sub-postmasters um, kind of have this franchise relationship with the post office. And so when they do a reconciliation, if it's out of balance, they have to pay Royal Mail the difference. And the sub-postmasters were there, and every week it was $1,000 out, $2,000 oh. out, $20,000 out, $30,000 oh. out. And this was happening to hundreds of sub-postmasters who are running the shop with the best of intention. Hmm. And um, every time they rang up about the system, which was called Horizon, which was implemented by Fujitsu, they were told, you are the only person this is happening to. Oh. Every single person was told, you are the only person this is happening to. They paid the money to the post office. They lost houses. They lost relationships. Four people committed suicide oh, over God. it, and they've made it into a TV show. It is still ongoing. They haven't been compensated. What? Um, and, and, and it's still like if it, on YouTube at the moment, you will see live court action right at the moment Whoa. of it still looking into it um, 20 years later. And, and it sounds really depressing, but it is quite uplifting Uplifting that this community of sub-postmasters who, who were all distant, mm. and, and back 20 years ago, there wasn't the internet, yeah. they managed to find one another and have meetings and say, look, we've got to fight this. Mm, yes. And the legal costs, the legal costs of the main thing they fought were 58 million pounds. What? And after the costs, no, is that right? No, the, the, the legal costs were like 40 million pounds because they were awarded 58 million pounds right. and they only got 12 million of it to oh. distribute. Oh my God. Um, and the TV show has come out and, and with the, the TV show coming out, 50 more people have come forward and said it's happened to them. Wow. Sorry, I talked a long time then. No, it's interesting. That's a great story. It's accounting technology gone wrong. Wow. It's audited. It was always audited by the same auditor company the whole way through. Oh, God. The CEO of the company got an um, 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 an honorary, like an OBE, during the time. And what they said was when the money came in, because, like, someone pays in 34000 um, when they, they have come out and said just in the last few days what would happen was that money, they put it in a suspense account, then they couldn't work out where it was, so they just put it on the profits of the, the, the post office. Oh. And then the CEO is getting a bonus on the profits of oh. the post office. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, Hectic. Fascinating that accounting is, technology story out there. I like that. that. That's so a, fascinating. It's, it's cool that it's a TV series. It's still happening and there's accounting in it. Yep. That's the added kicker. It's the trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> it is the trifecta. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least we know this isn't happening in the Australian post system because it's been going pretty much bankrupt for years. <laughs> <laughs> there's no Maybe random uh, credit sales just sitting there. Yeah. 
It's just the no, government owes no. the, the Australia Post. Yeah. Right? I do encourage that to miss the Bates versus the post office to, to watch it when it does come out. That's it's awesome. That sounds great. Amazing. That Good sounds one. great. Cool. Uh, my the rec- importance of storytelling. The importance of storytelling to yeah. get out in the news. Absolutely. Um, my cool. other thing this week is uh, a book that I am very close to finishing. I'm an hour away from finishing. I've been listening to it. Mm. Uh, but it is The Year of the Locusts by Terry Hayes, which he wrote I Am Pilgrim. If you, mm. if you remember that a few years ago, it's this kind of a CIA yep. spy thriller. Mm. It's good. Uh, and this one, for it, it's, it was a 20-something hour listen. Uh, and uh, for the first 16 hours, it was very much just like I Am Pilgrim. Okay. And then it just takes a hard left. Really? Just a hard left turn. <laughs> and it was completely unexpected. And for a couple of days, I didn't even listen to it. I was like, what? what is this? What is going on? And then uh, I've gone back to it and it's just, yeah, it just, it's, it's taken me in an unexpected direction. Is it good though? Is, it, is that a good thing? It, I wouldn't say it's the best book I've read, yeah. but it is, if you if you if you're into that genre, it is a good example of that genre. Like it's just a spy thriller sort of. It is good. I guess that's good because I thought the first one was a little too Hollywood, and you just know how it's going to end. Okay, so this he's corrected. Mm. So he's if you think if you think you know how this is going to end, I would give you a million dollars. That's a huge call. Like if you even if you were even if you were halfway through the book and you stopped and you told me how you think it was going to go, really, I would give you a million dollars. All right. Yeah. I'll read it. <laughs> I'm going to read this now. Get halfway through, stop, and then come tell me what you think will. will happen. All right. All right. I yeah. Will. I will. Is that to all the listeners as well? Mm, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? Yes. All right. Yes. To anyone who listens, <laughs> I'll give you a million bucks. <laughs> Not Monopoly money. Dull hairs. The court cases. The court cases. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm in no way uh, associated with Dan yeah. or this podcast anymore. Just to be clear, bucks are not real money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A, mi- yeah. <laughs> a million of our new crypto coin. Yeah. Crypto- <laughs> <laughs> cryptocurrency. Yeah. The drunk coin. The drunk coin. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's my recommendation this week just because it, it did uh, take me in a direction I didn't expect. Mm, cool. All right. Well, that's it this week. Heather, if people want to get in touch with you, as always, where do they go? Um. Connect with me on LinkedIn at Heather Smith. Love to connect with you. Cool. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, yeah. If you want to get in touch with us, two at gmail.com, two drunk accountants on all the socials. Get in touch with us. Say good day. Uh, next week, we will do the drunkies. Yeah. There will be posts. Yes. You can do your nominations during this week. We left mm. it open because we ran out of time last year. Um, mm. and we're going to be posting heavily this week. So get your nominations in for all the various categories. You could win one. Heather, you could win a drunkie. I think you've yes. even submitted something already. Um, so uh, <laughs> you might win. So tune in next week. So uh, make sure you get those in. Otherwise, we will see you next week. And uh, yeah. calculator. Right.